Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. More good news on the sports media front. Netflix confirmed that F1's Drive to Survive series will return for a fourth season in 2022. We have talked about this series before. The series first started in 2019. It's been a great success story for Formula One. Again, if you haven't started to watch Drive to Survive, you better start because you better catch up before season four starts next year. Also, college football is back this weekend. Week zero is here. So this is your morning buzzcast for Friday, August 27th. Good morning. I'm Abe Madcor. Hard to believe the final weekend in August. Bye-bye summer. Let's start with college sports. The Pac-12 will not expand for now. The conference spent the last few weeks reviewing expansion options, but has decided now to stay put at 12 teams. But the conference did not rule out adding schools in the future. This was the first major decision by new Pac-12 Commissioner George Kliakoff. As he said, there was serious incoming interest in joining the Pac-12, many believe from the Big 12 schools. But Kliakoff believes that the new alliance and the non-conference scheduling partnership with the ACC and the Big Ten will help the Pac-12 generate additional media value, reducing the need now for expansion. Remember, so much of the focus for the Pac-12 right now is on building media value as it embarks on its next round of media rights negotiations. So what's next? Well, as many said yesterday, the move by the Pac-12 certainly helps the Big 12 for now and its efforts to remain viable. But what happens to the Big 12 and will the Big 12 start poaching schools, especially watch the relationship between the American Athletic Conference and the Big 12. So a lot of moving chess pieces in college sports. But I want to stay with college sports because one story that's been talked about on background, talked about in quiet circles, certainly became more public yesterday. The Richmond Times-Dispatch reported that the Atlantic Coast Conference, the ACC, is formally exploring whether to relocate from its original home of Greensboro, North Carolina. The ACC has been headquartered in Greensboro since it was founded in 1953, but new ACC Commissioner Jim Phillips has moved ahead with a full review of the conference's operations and structures and has retained two consulting groups. The first consulting group is Newmark. That's a Texas-based real estate advisory firm, and that is evaluating where the ACC should be located. Meanwhile, two Former Power Five commissioners, Kevin Weiberg, who used to oversee the Big 12, and Jim Delaney, who of course oversaw the Big 10, are assessing other matters of the ACC, such as governance, staffing, budgets, revenue, and branding. 
So the consultants are meeting with ACC staff. Jim Phillips expects their recommendations by mid-November or so. Now, what are potential options if the ACC does decide to relocate outside of Greensboro? From what I've told, Charlotte is certainly on their radar, specifically the Rock Hill development that Tepper Sports and Entertainment is developing. In addition, you could look at Washington, D.C. You could look at Atlanta. There are a number of strong areas where the ACC could potentially relocate. Jim Phillips said that, again, this is just reviewing their options. No decision has been made on the future location of the ACC. Let's move on because the best news many of us heard yesterday was in a couple of major commitments to raise the profile of women's sports. First, Michelob Ultra, the Anheuser-Busch InBev brand, is making a one hundred million dollar commitment over the next five years to increase the visibility of female athletes and women's sports what a great announcement to make it coincided with women's equality day and as part of their efforts here are some of the details male and female athletes will have equal representation in Michelob Ultra's ads and in the athletes that Michelob Ultra sponsored. In addition, Michelob Ultra will feature female athletes and women's sports in 50% of its media promotion, which they say would mark a ramped up increase from the current media modeling. Michelob Ultra also believes its efforts will be a meaningful contribution to advance women's sports. Michelob Ultra also challenged other brands to follow them in such efforts. I think this is a great strong move by Anheuser-Busch's Michelob Ultra. This is a brand that over-indexes on women and consuming that product. And now Michelob Ultra can put major marketing muscle behind women's sports and female athletes. Let's see if other brands take this cue, but I think this is going to be a very interesting case study to watch going forward. Staying on women's sports, Steph Curry and his wife Aisha are collaborating with Davidson College. Davidson College, of course, is the alma mater for Steph Curry to launch the Curry Family Women's Athletics Initiative. This is a scholarship endowment focused on elevating women's athletics at Davidson College, which sits right outside of my home of Charlotte, North Carolina. The Currys are contributing an undisclosed amount of money to start a scholarship fund with the hopes of encouraging other donors. So a great effort here by the Currys to grow opportunities for female athletes at Davidson College. So between the Currys and Michelob Ultra, yesterday certainly did show some good news in the amplification of women's sports. And as MLS starts the second half of its season, it can feel good about a very successful All-Star Week in Los Angeles. We talked about MLS's All-Star matchup between MLS All-Stars and Liga MX All-Stars. Well, that was a hit with fans, that was a hit among ownership groups, and it also drew very strong ratings on Univision. Surprisingly, the ratings on FS1 were quite soft for the game on Wednesday night. But overall, MLS has a very good story when it comes to viewership this season. On ABC and ESPN, MLS is averaging 384,000 viewers per match. That is up almost 40% to the full season in 2019. So look at that. Viewership for MLS on ABC ESPN up nearly 40% compared to 2019. Viewership on Fox and FS1 is up just 1%. But again, those are both positive numbers for MLS. On the Spanish language side, Univision is up 26% 
for MLS so far this season, again, compared to 2019. So overall, these are very good numbers for Major League Soccer as the league heads into upcoming media rights negotiations, and MLS is certainly eyeing a major increase from its current deal. And finally, if you haven't checked it out yet, please watch our latest episode of SBJ Spotlight as we speak with two experts about the NHL approving jersey ads. We talk to them about the perceived value of the ads, how much will teams receive from the inventory, and what's unique about the NHL program compared to other jersey advertising programs. There's some great insight from Excel Sports Management's Jason Miller, and navigates Jeff Nelson. They talk about how they see the marketplace developing. So go to sportsbusinessjournal.com to watch that segment and our entire episode of SBJ Spotlight. And finally, just over four weeks away, SBJ and Access will present the sports facilities and franchises and ticketing symposium, a three-day event September 28th through 30th, in Las Vegas. You can sign up to attend on our website on the events page or just drop me a line if you're interested in learning more about our event at the end of September in Las Vegas. It would be great to see you there over the three days. So that is your morning buzzcast for Friday, August 27th. Again, the final weekend in August. Make it great. I'm Abe Madcore. I'll speak to you on Monday. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.